This is Human Affairs, the podcast that is trying to make sense of a war in disarray. My name is Jorge Diner, and in this episode, called Founding Translation, we will look at how we make a leap of faith on empathic societies. Years ago, uh, as a global traveler myself, I watched a movie that I'm sure many of you have also watched. It was called Lost in Translation, a movie that showcase the loneliness and anxieties provoked by people who travel far away for business reasons or any other reasons and stay far from their roots, from their lands, from the places, from their homes. And, and actually it focuses on the idea that when you have to face that situation, you get lost in that translation of a different culture. Americans in Japan was in that, uh, in that movie. But you know, it could, we could show in real life millions of examples of how people actually get lost in translation. And I'm trying to develop a concept called founding translation and trying to think about how that moment that we have to translate ourselves into another culture actually help us found ourselves. The last week I've been traveling around and, you know, one of the places where I started uh, uh, the week or a week ago was in Mexico City, and now I am in uh, in London, where I came after the party, uh, after actually not the party, but after the coronation of uh, of the new king, after the sad uh, funeral of uh, Queen Elizabeth II, and um, and as I was in Mexico City, I had this moment when uh, when the whole city of Mexico uh, experienced another earthquake, you know, same day, third time, September 19th. And, you know, I was in the ninth floor of the hotel where I was staying in the city and suddenly everything started shaking. I've been before on another milder earthquake in Mexico City in the past. But this time, you know, then I had to suddenly uh, flee through the stairs, down the stairs uh, to the to the uh, to the streets. And and this you know, it was kind of like a shaky in uh, as I was walking down the stairs, and it was like everybody I think heard the alarm before me, and the only person that was walking down the stairs was one of the cleaning ladies in the hotel, and then we were walking uh, down together, and and actually all the time, all the time that I was walking together through the stairs, I suddenly thinking like, wow, I do understand, you know, natural disasters, like I have the capacity to comprehend to to accept in a way that the fate that we have by living in this planet Earth is that nature sometimes hits. And uh, as we have a virus and then we have an earthquake, there are things that actually we cannot control. I was actually then corrected by uh, a new friend we have with our group, professional group in Mexico, Carol Perelman, and who is you know, an expert in many scientific issues. and. Uh, I had a conversation with her in Mexico City, and she said, actually, you know, the, it's true that natural disasters cannot be prevented, but actually the, the, the impact that they have can be prevented in many cases, which in the case of Mexico City, it speaks about why or explains why this last earthquake didn't provoke the kind of uh, 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 death and destruction that happened in previous earthquakes as the city and the country is getting better prepared. But my understanding as I was going through the stairs was that Wow, while we cannot stop natural disaster from happening, we should be able to stop human-made disaster from happening. And it was the same week that then 
uh, we got a real threatening by the uh, so-called superpower that's not demonstrated to be a superpower anymore, Russia, talking about the or threatening uh, uh, Ukraine and the world of nuclear attacks as if we were really going back to that mix of 20th century craziness and middle age uh, barbaric language uh, coming together with all this thing about mobilization and and you know the, the pathetic images of people fleeing because nobody wants to join this war inside Russia and uh, and all the impact this is going to have over the next few weeks and months in what's happening in this uh, horrible uh, war in Ukraine and and when I was looking at all this I, I, I was thinking how we could make a zero tolerance existence for humanity, for human-made disasters, something that will prevent and will control and will stop. Not the disasters we cannot control, because nature is something that's out of our hands, but those that we can. And I think that uh, it, it takes me and it leads me into the idea of creating uh, 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 societies that are empathic with each other. And, you know, when we talk about uh, uh, about empathy, you know, is Empathy is the ability to, to understand the other side and to share the feelings of the other side. But I think that definition actually is incomplete and maybe that's the thing that we need to develop in individual, interpersonal relations, in, inter-collective relationships, inter-societies and among humans around the world, which is the idea that it's not enough to understand, it's not enough to share the feeling, but also we need to act upon, you need to to, to move into some degree of uh, 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 behavior that basically translates that empathy, which not all everybody has, and that's stage number one, of course, it's a whole process here, but that really help us act upon that and make sure that we not only understand, but we only get inside the other side and we are able to understand their needs and act upon that based on from where is our standpoint. And this leads me into the idea of, of, of aiming to have some kind of like anthropological understanding of the cultural differences we have and how we express that in the actions of, to, uh, uh, of, of today. Something that, you know, it's like we can take it to the, to the business uh, world and say that, you know, the, 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 the way we can understand other cultures will give us a tool for further success in the way that we can connect and do business interculturally, you know, in different societies which actually have different patterns of behavior, understanding, traditions, sometimes uh, values that uh, uh, language, uh, uh, not just the language as, uh, as the words we speak, but the language as the way we think. And getting into that can make us much, much more effective. But I think, you know, the whole idea of global and local is the how we create a global language, but understanding also very much the uh, uh, the local differences. And I think that if we can take this level of empathy that is understanding the other side, we can start a process that will avoid and will prevent the idea of humans who want to be superior, humans who will think that you know culture is superior to others. You know, anthropolo anthropological. Uh, uh, understanding is understanding that there, there are no cultures that are superior to another. There are cultures that produce different, uh, different set of uh, of uh, symbols, different set of uh, of folklore, a different set of uh, images, aesthetics, uh, 
ideas, but none of them are superior to another. And, in the, and well, as I spoke in previous podcasts, the idea of a, 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 an association of cultural nations, where cultural is what is diverse, but the actually culture is what is diverse in an understanding of we are peers by coming from different uh, uh, traditions, but actually coming to a common global dialogue. I think that's, that's the beginning of a world where uh, nobody will claim uh, superiority over another nation, or nobody will claim superiority over another uh, another culture. And I think that uh, the more that we can get in uh, uh, in this direction is something that uh, will help us become better better humans and have a better human society. Uh, and it's interesting that you know that uh, uh, I was planning to have this uh, this podcast recorded yesterday for all kind of you know logistic reasons. I couldn't record this yesterday, Friday. September 23rd, and, and I'm recording this today, and in, in the meantime, what happened is that uh, uh, yesterday uh, yesterday evening, um, we were at, uh, at the, a concert of uh, the so-called ABBA Voyage, uh, which is this new technological version of an ABBA concert where the original uh, four ABBA uh, singers, the, the members of the band uh, recorded again music and we know with a hologram that uh, uh, bring the, brings them back on stage uh, in, in this hologram version and it's, it's an amazing an amazing show but I think for me more interesting what happened on stage with these holograms and live musicians and you know incredible effects you know extraordinary concert well recommended to everybody it was what happened uh, not on stage, but on uh, among the audience, which I think we were people from all kinds of different cultures around this like global pop uh, uh, icon band. Uh, and, and the feeling was a feeling of full empathy. It was like people were smiling at each other. People were experiencing one common thing, regardless of where they were coming from. And, you know, and at the end of the concert, people were just hugging each other, even if you didn't know the name and you didn't know who you were. It sounds very like all you need is love, as I mentioned in my previous podcast. But I think it, it you know, when I look at the entire week from, you know, being at an earthquake in uh, Mexico City, then, you know, going through this old news about, you know, the, 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 the risk of nuclear disaster coming again into the world. And, and you know, the, the risk that is bringing, you know, this calm down to nuclear apocalypse uh, uh, closer to midnight, as uh, we said in the in language. But then, you know, having this moment of hope, of people coming together around something as uh, simple as, uh, as, you know, a beautiful uh, set of songs that uh, gave us such a powerful, positive feeling together. People of all nations coming to a place uh, just to meet, sing and enjoy. And I think, you know, if there is something that we define the kind of uh, of aim for the world we want to live is a world where we can just share humanity together in empathy one to each other. This is Jorge Diner and this was episode four, founding translation of Human Affairs. And I look forward to uh, talking to you soon on my next podcast. And I want to thank all the followers and fans that keep sharing Give, giving feedback and opinions, sometimes even sharing with, you know, a, a, a critical feedback, which I, I very much appreciate. So keep doing that. 
share the world, share the podcast with your friends so that keep triggering this idea that there is a chance that we can live in a world where humans are more empathic to each other. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.